welcome to our latest edition of the Training Today podcast. And um, this week we're going to talk about uh, training camps and in particular the uh, training camp we've all just come back from, which was in the Alps. But um, I, I thought it might be useful for you to just give us a sort of overview of what a goal, the goals are of a training camp, um, you know, for, for both the group and you as a, as a coach. And then maybe also, I guess, we'd all have individual goals for training camps as well, which we could have a look at. But just generally, why do we why do we do training camps? Um, it so it, <laughs> there's a huge range of reasons for doing it. Um, obviously, so with the the key things are well, partly you know we 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 work on the basis that that, that the athletes that we work with are a team. So we're a team of people, and we and we work together as a team, and we try and encourage. Um, that kind of ethic um, uh, from a coaching perspective. So it's, it's absolutely great to get people together in the same place at the same time because, you know, we're working with people, the people that are on the call today are, you know, populated from around the country, basically. Um, uh, you know, Emma's up in Scotland and, and uh, Will and Becky down near London, Kent, and we're in Dorset. So, you know, it's that opportunity. Um, but obviously that, you know, from a, from a training perspective, it's a great opportunity to get some really high quality specific training in. Um, we obviously know the athletes that are coming on the camp um, and and so we can sort of plan the training around that. Um, so those are two good reasons. Fran, have you got any? Yeah, it's having that opportunity, as you said, being so spread across the country to have that constant interaction with your athletes, to see them, to have a chat with them, to look at how they're doing, seeing you know, extending those conversation of what's working, what isn't working, are we getting the balance right? All of those things, it's, you know, we, we find it really, really valuable. We probably ought to add as, as well, you know, it's great. It's it, everybody's, Everybody that's coming is taking time off their busy schedules to come and uh, do some training. So it really needs to be a fun week as well because it's... Uh, you know, it's it's, yeah. it's it's a it's a hard hard working holiday, I suppose. That's <laughs> where we would and, see it. For most of your athletes, you know, re- remote. So this is there's not that many opportunities for you to see people, you know, directly. Uh, it's a combination. We do. Um, it's a combination as to how remote. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, there are. We do coach some people that are local, um, and Becky's a coach as well, and probably has a similar experience, I would think. Um, but the it, it's. Uh, you know, creating those opportunities to have some face-to-face time with people is really, really important. Um, yeah. It's actually really difficult to coach somebody completely remotely who you who you never, ever meet. I think it's very, yeah. you know, it's important to develop that sort of um, depth of understanding of, of an individual as best you can as a coach. Um, and you really yeah. need to do some face-to-face time to do that, I think. Yeah. I suppose it also just sort of on a... <laughs> thinking about it from our app you know trying to get the app up to somewhere in between a static training plan and a coach that's one of the areas is pretty much going to be really probably impossible for an app to ever recreate I guess is that sort of personal um situation yeah. where you see people training but interesting I think it's yeah I think it's a big hope of most coaches that we won't get completely taken over by AI yeah because you know, there is there is this argument that if you start developing some really good AI tools, that coaches could become superfluous. But we'd like to think that it's much more about the human side of it than uh, yeah. than anything else. Actually, you um, could probably apply that to any job in the world at the moment. <laughs> it's probably well, yeah, the that's the worry. Um, 
become entirely superfluous. Yeah. Um, and from an individual, well, actually, also from the intensity point of view for a training week, because, you know, is it typically, I know it was for me, you know, more than one than athlete is going to be doing in a normal training week during, the tra- during a, a camp? Um, well, I mean, again, it, it depends on the individual because every every person is balancing um, work, life, training, and and is is doing different amounts of training and load. I think the key is is to get that balance correct and not to overload too much. Um, you know, if you go absolutely ballistic in a week, then the chances are you'll go home poorly, and then yeah. you won't be able to sustain that consistency. So it's really about getting that balance right, and I think that's one of the reasons we have. And we try and build in as much flexibility within the week as we can yeah. and adapt it according to everybody. So like, you know, with the long ride, we have the opportunity to do yeah. some of the class, get in the car, not yeah. join in everything. And, and to make sure, yes, we're overloading people's training, but we're not pushing them over that edge. Yeah. Yeah. I certainly appreciate that. Um, does, does anybody have, what about if we just go around individually, you know, your individual sort of goals for the, the camp, if you had any, um, you know, were you thinking what, what you wanted to get out of it, for example, Will, did you have um, particular goals in mind for the week? Apart from seeing if you can climb mountains on a TT bike. Yeah, no, that, that was that was primary focus for sure. No, yeah. um, I guess, well, in all seriousness, a lot of it was just getting out and away and to a yeah. different, uh, different environment, some different routes that I've not ridden before. Yeah. Um, so added, added variety and a bit of a, a change of stimulus. Yeah, was um, was big for me. I came back and raced uh, a week after I got back, so there was there was a bit of kind of race specific focus in there, I guess. Yeah. Um, but as much as anything, it was yeah a, a change in stimulus, some variety, um, and the social element. Yeah. Um, com- coming off the back of uh, a long season at work. Yeah. Um, the 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 uh, yeah the the holiday element was definitely a part of it, and a chance to yeah. kind of switch off from from work and, and enjoy being away somewhere lovely um, yeah. and get some really, really high quality training in with some good people. Yeah, and it was a beautiful setting. And we should explain really, because you, you had an issue, didn't you, with your road bike, which is why you bought your TT bike. It's not, it wasn't your normal plan, but um, Becky, and what about yourself? Um, yeah, pretty much same as the, same as the above. Uh, the Alps is obviously an awesome place to yeah. holiday slash training. Yeah. Um, and without the distractions of work you've got no excuse to get out on your bike <laughs> yeah. you seem to be enjoying it as you're listening to music whistling past me up out as I, I seem to think <laughs> <laughs> yeah. music playing on your bike as I was swearing into my breath but uh, yeah you were doing training ride isn't it so you, you play yeah. music whilst training not yeah. whilst racing yeah <laughs> And Emma, you because you had a um, uh, a difference only from the yeah, first time you did it. The previous year, the previous year you went and did the, the, the yeah. Is it that kind um, of how you? Well, it was amazing to year? see such a huge difference between last year and this year, and the progress that I've made. So, yeah, that was such a, yeah. a confidence boost. Um, yeah. Last year, I really struggled with the the long ride on the Wednesday, the, the big day. Um, because I have IBS and I have really bad gut issues um, last year. And so I had to jump in the van and couldn't finish it. But this year, um, yeah, managed to do it and do the full week. So 
that was a huge thing for me. Um, yeah, and adding in the, the swimming element as well yeah. for me. So last year I was strictly duathlon and was not interested in swimming. <laughs> but Fran yeah. managed to convince me somehow to start swimming. So I've been pool swimming um, for about nine months, maybe. And then, yeah, I've added in uh, the swimming at the nice. training camp this year as well. Um, yeah. Oh, I think we've lost Emma. Have we? Yeah. So let's just. Uh, hey, do you want to? Um, and and Fran, I just wanted. Do you want to just talk a little bit about the the area actually? Because we've mentioned that we went to to Alamond or to you know the, the foot of Alpe d'Huez, but I know you've talked about it as being just the playground because you've got your own place there, of course, and you go there quite a bit. Um, do you want to just give people a, a an overview of the area and what you think? You know why it's such a great yeah. area. Well, I mean, it, it, it's it's. Um... The playground is a great description. It, it's it's in in the heart of the sort of uh, one of the the key cycling areas that, that the Tour de France uses and the other cycle races that use the Alps. Um, we, the, we the camp is actually based in Alamon, which is on the back slopes of Alpe d'Huez itself, um, and at the foot of the of the climb up to the Col de Glandon, Col de Quatre Fer. Um and uh, it's a it's a, it's um it's a lovely time of year. We we go for the the camp is in in sort of May June time or the camps are in May June time. It's a lovely time of year to cycle. It's French. The French are very uh, accommodating for cyclists. They provide a lot of um, uh, opportunity for cyclists to be able to get onto the roads very safely. Um, yeah. And and you know the, the the cycling is just out of this world. And then when you throw in some open water lake swimming at high altitude and um, views and everything else it is uh absolutely idyllic yeah so yeah and is it because there was this uh dutch event on this the week we were there as well is that does that happen every year and what is can you just sort of yeah a bit of info on that yeah so that's an amazing event that they, has grown over the last sort of 10 years i think where they um it's a charity event and they arrive at, at in in bourgeoisie at the foot of the outdoors climb um on mass i think it appears to be about half the population of uh, the netherlands is there yeah. and uh, and on a particular, there's loads of events over the week, but on a particular day, they uh, they, they they take part in this event, which is called Alpe d'Huez, um, where they essentially are trying to climb Alpe d'Huez as many times as they can in a day, um, the target being six. Um, uh, but yes, they just go up and down from four o'clock in the morning, and uh, it's absolutely crazy. Um, there's thousands and thousands of them all over the mountain. And you actually, it, it's... Um, you really get a feel for what it's like to ride up the mountain if you do ride up on that day to ride up the mountain um on a on a big tour day with the crowds on both sides of the roads cheering um, yeah but yeah it's it's quite an event yeah because they were they were they were sort of setting up weren't they ready for the party as we as we went up on one of the days i remember yeah i think we went up the day before didn't we so yeah. um it, it's yeah. noticeably grown in size since yeah. last that Last year, it's um, and there's a lot more events going on around it. It used to be just that day, um, yeah. uh, but now there seems to be little sporties going on, mm. loads of different things going on. So, it's... and in in terms of events that happen in the area, obviously it's also the base for the Marmot Sportif, which is a very famous cycle ride. There's yeah. all sorts of um, big bike rides that go on in those areas, but there are triathlons and swim run events and everything. I mean, it, it you know, and then you throw in in the summertime. Obviously, you've got downhill mountain biking. Um, and let you know walking whatever you want to do and of course skiing in the in the winter as well so it really is yeah. a place yeah 
And it's absolutely beautiful setting, isn't it? It's just absolutely stunning. Um, so just um, what did people find? I've got a sort of questions here, but what did people find most uh, enjoyable and, and what did people find most difficult um, during the, the week in terms of the athletes? Becky, do you want to go first? <laughs> uh, the most enjoyable part is obviously the red wine, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which you were having on the bike as you were cycling past me. <laughs> <laughs> if only, if only. Uh, drink. <laughs> you joke, you joke <laughs> in, but that is actually what they used to do in yeah. the 1960s. <laughs> it the is, they didn't allow drink bottles, did they, in the start, at the start of the Tour, tour de France? You weren't allowed to take drink with you, so they had to stop and get them from villages, didn't they? Which And often that would just be an off-licence, and they would just get, get a, I don't, a bottle of whiskey or something to... <laughs> Their bikes. <laughs> no, probably not. That wouldn't be advised, I'm guessing, from a coaching point of view. Uh, certainly, certainly not in the 2020s now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And any any particular areas you found most difficult, Becky? Um. God, uh, I can't think of any to hand. Yeah. Probably keeping on top of the washing because you're cycling. <laughs> Yeah. Pack enough, you know, cycling tops, shorts, yeah. gloves. Gosh. See, that didn't even enter my. I just packed so much stuff in the case, I could just keep, just work my way through it. I completely overpacked, completely overpacked. How about you, Will? Yeah, I was going to go a similar route in terms of the croissant being the highlight. So you've stolen my thunder there with food and, <laughs> food and drink, Becky. But, um, <laughs> The, the, the scenery was top for me. I've, I've not been out there myself. That was my first camp. Um, and it was, it's just a stunning, you can't, you need to go. You can't really put it into words or, you know, even photos. It just doesn't do it justice. Um, so that uh, it's a stunning area. And, and to ride around there was, that was a real joy. Um, challenges is a good one. I thought back less in terms of challenges, more in terms of what I'd do differently next time. I'd, I'd go try and come for the full week next time I arrived a couple of days in um yeah. and I'd try yeah I'd try and make sure that I got down there um earlier if if anything arrive even earlier and have a bit of time there myself beforehand yeah um and possibly drive it rather than fly just for a bit of added adventure yeah. and something a bit fun yeah um so yeah th- they weren't necessarily challenges I guess but things that I'd no, I think so I'd, yeah, I'd no, to do differently yeah no yeah I drove down I think that is a nice way to do it although I think going earlier is a good plan because you know just to get some time even before you go up um but yeah the scenery for me was the thing that was amazing just those those rides um the the challenge was probably thinking i'll be fine on a 28 on the back which was just stupid <laughs> so <laughs> then spending 200 euros to get a 33 during the week which uh you know so double, doubling up on the stupidity but there you go so um you live and learn don't you but i think um i would i would definitely like to go and do the full time you know full week and go earlier um again next next time it's I'm just not it's, two it's weeks so again, I'm, not, I'm not against a two-week training week training right. week. Um, well funnily enough we have had that conversation so uh yeah yeah having been out there for three weeks i recommend that <laughs> Anybody got an advance on three? Let's go for the moment. Yeah. Right. Well, we're we're going for six in July. Yeah. So. Oh my god! Well, there you go. Yeah. And <laughs> um, well, yeah, that was actually one of the comments. We'll be back next year, and lessons learned. I suppose we've talked about that. But has anybody else got? I mean, it, 
It, and also, I suppose the other thing, um, just generally, do you think it, you know, a training camp does improve, give you a sort of fitness boost? I mean, you probably see it, for example, on your training peak score, potentially. But, you know, does it give you a training boost or is it more of the sort of social aspect? Um, and, you know, you know, that sort of, I think it's also useful, you know, to be with other people during training so you can see how, how other people are doing, I guess. But, um, but it, does it actually give you a training boost? Uh, well, I mean, uh, from, I mean, from a coaching perspective, we would say it, it, there are some major benefits to be gained. Um, yeah. We talk about the specificity, um, but the, but you know, one of the it, perhaps related to the training today app itself is that opportunity to be training and be a bit more relaxed about things, so that it isn't a case for guys that are really busy, you know, desperately trying to fit in a two-hour bike ride around an eight-hour workday. You know, that, yeah. that, that there's that benefit to it. Um, most people, when they go on a training camp, do put in a bit of extra volume, and obviously that can be beneficial in terms of just developing a bit of strength yeah. and endurance. Um, so, you know, from our perspective, I think we do see we do see a benefit. The athletes hopefully come back from the training camp feeling tired but refreshed and and raring to go, and that's that's kind of the aim of it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know what these guys think. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think. Um really specifically the race that i had uh the week after i got back had four l- bumps in it not even lumps in comparison with um, with some of the stuff that we did whilst we were out there but and i can't really speak about the, the physiology behind it because i don't know if those adaptations would have occurred that quickly possibly not but if only in my head they were an absolute breeze so yeah. the, the the mental side of it um in comparison with what we were doing previously i was cruising over them really comfortable with with where i was at and what i was pushing yeah um that's not to say i wouldn't have been before you could you know you, could, you can't compare because i didn't ride it otherwise but um it was a boost for me on the day so yeah that that's that's i guess testament enough for me yeah i think that psychological aspect's a, a key thing to be honest because if you do do yeah you, when you've done that it's easy and then you see you know some the hills in the uk or elsewhere it's it's yeah definitely it must be a, an easier mental challenge um to think about um did anybody notice their what their, their training today score was doing throughout the week because i mean mine was pretty low throughout that was for various reasons but um uh did anybody sort of uh look at that i mean i think in in some ways you probably wouldn't be reacting so much as you normally would to the app if you wanted to like, react to the app with a low score because you but you're there for the week and you're going to just push through Anyway, I guess. Um, but anybody got any thoughts or comments on that? No, <laughs> I was. Yeah, I, um, the. I, I mean, it, the. It, I my my personal app was in in um, in 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 good form in a sense that um, I was pretty pretty in pretty good shape for most of the week. I should probably put the caveat in that I'm the van driver on the long ride day, so that has made <laughs> that essentially becomes a full yeah. recovery day. Yeah. Um, um, so that was yeah definitely definitely the case from my perspective. I think I think you're probably right about the fact that you are more much more likely to push through your training on a training camp because that's kind of what you're there for. So you you know you kind of expect to be a bit fatigued and a little bit more fatigued than usual. Um, but it, it's kind of a different kind of fatigue, I think. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. We could do this in the summer about the Im- impact perhaps altitude has on it as well. Yeah. You know, have an impact. Well, there's yeah. a po- I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, the there's a lot of research about the impact of altitude, of course, on on um, on training response. But mm. you know, I it, it's anecdotally, even they we're you know spending time. The, the the actual base of the camp is only at about eight hundred meters, but the obviously a lot of the training happens at a higher altitude than that. I mean, I would say anecdotally that I feel the benefits of it, but I don't know if it's the benefits of the altitude or if it's the benefits of riding up and down mountains that you're feeling. It's um, it's a bit tricky to say, I would say. Yeah. Good stuff. Okay. Um, I don't know whether, Emma, are you still connected? I don't think, she's, I think she's not. We've got, we've got a chat from her. Ah, right. Uh, did you have, have any? I think we cut you off earlier when we were just talking about... Yeah, your, um, yeah, my phone bit you got cut me, off. Sorry. You were talking about your... I'm back. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we, did you, did anything you particularly wanted to, you know, enjoy from the week or any um, challenges you wanted to um, yeah. mention? Well, everyone heard about my bum. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my bum. About I you saw what? a bum. From... <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's the polite way of pushing it. I was much more sweary <laughs> during the week. And I think I got swearier yeah. as, the, as the week went on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but on the flip side of that, I'm so proud that I managed to get up at Quad Affair um, the day after that super yeah. long day, which I guess, yeah, I just exceeded my own expectations the whole week. Um, so that's, uh, yeah, fantastic. And having that really sore bum as well and still getting up there, it was just felt like such a huge, uh, huge achievement. Oh, but certainly, yeah, that Wednesday was probably one of the highlights. And um, the final climb up Alduez was just absolutely buzzing after such a long day and just seeing yeah. the others at the top and then cheering the other people in when they came as well. It was just, yeah, it was brilliant. Um, Fantastic. That's yeah. A, yeah, brilliant. That um, sounds brilliant. But yeah, difficulties. I think I, str I did struggle with the, the swimming, but I think my wetsuit had a lot to do with that because um, the actual swimming location was was perfect it, it was great like getting in and out of the water was really easy and actually the temperature of the water was okay for me after having been in some freezing water up in Scotland um, so you know all that was the actual location stuff was great I just did have a lot of issues with my wetsuit which I should have tried on more before <laughs> before <laughs> going out there but um yeah we'll get there yeah. well good stuff fantastic okay thanks very much i think um there's an, we've got another release of the app coming out next week or so by the way which has got the first menstruation um tracking in there so if anybody's using that within apple watch then you will also see that on the chart uh, your training today chart which um so we keep pushing these uh features out and the, well, the, the big thing is getting that those training plans in which we're working on for uh release of watch os 10 which um for those of you i haven't mentioned this to you know apple have this big conference technical conference they announce a whole load of technical stuff which fits the app perfectly so it's fantastic we'll be able to have the sessions on the watch uh, in, in your training plan delivered directly to your watch then you can then use your apple watch to track the sets um directly from from the training today plans so anyway, we're really looking forward to that. It's going to be September or something by the time that comes out. Thanks very much. If anybody, anybody has got anything else to say, I think we'll wrap it up for the week. Uh, but, uh, thanks, thanks all. Have a good day. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you, guys. Bye. Cheers, guys. Bye.